guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and welcome to the very first episode of 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. How's everybody doing? How was your New Year's? How are your holidays in general? I hope that everything was amazing. I hope that you got some downtime. I am recording this on the very first day of the new year, January 1st, and I have a lot to recap with you guys to catch you guys up on because the past two episodes have been pre-recorded episodes. So we are back to real time now, the first week of the new year. How's it going so far? Is everyone getting their footing into 2024? I feel honestly really excited for this year. I don't know what it is. There's just something about it that feels promising. That's kind of how I told you guys I felt about turning 27 too. There's just something about it that makes me feel kind of excited, but without expectations. Not thinking necessarily that specific things are going to happen. Just having an overall positive mindset about where I'm at right now. So those are first thoughts going into this year. But like I said, lots to recap with you guys. So let's get right into it. What's new with me? I need to talk to you guys about my trip to Germany. First of all, what I want to talk to you guys about is the actual getting there. Because that was quite a story. Okay, so I flew standby to Germany, which in hindsight, I don't know if it was the best idea or not. At first, I thought it was a good idea because some of my boyfriend's family lives in Frankfurt, which is where we were going. And it's not like they're that far from the airport or anything like that. So it kind of didn't matter if my flight didn't get in the same time as them, if it was delayed, if it was early... I knew that there would be somebody there to be able to get me no matter what once I arrived there. So that's why I was like, okay, standby is probably a pretty good option. I'm able to do it, so why not take advantage of it? But now in hindsight, knowing how this trip went, I don't know if I would have gone standby on the way there. And here's why. Okay, this is how the journey went for me. The first flight that I was taking on standby was from Chicago to Detroit, and then Detroit to Frankfurt. So the very first flight, I did not get on. So then because of that, I was going to get rolled over on standby to the next flight. But that flight wasn't looking like a sure thing either. So I decided to buy that next flight so that I would for sure at least get to Detroit. So I got to Detroit with enough time to make the next flight to Frankfurt. And that first flight, my boyfriend was on. And then the next flight, he was also going to be on, the one to Frankfurt. But the one to Frankfurt, I also did not get on. So then I was just in Detroit, having to find a new way to get to Frankfurt. So I routed to Amsterdam instead, was able to get on the Amsterdam flight. And then the flight from Amsterdam to Frankfurt bought that flight because I couldn't do standby for that leg of it. Okay, you guys still following here? So made it to Amsterdam. And when I landed in Amsterdam, I got a notification that my flight Amsterdam to Frankfurt was canceled. Okay, so then I was like, shoot, how am I going to get there? 
I looked at other flight options. The other flight options were so expensive and the majority of them wouldn't get me in the same day. So then I looked at train options, decided to take the train instead. So went from the airport to the train station, ended up buying a ticket that had one stop in one place in Germany, Dusseldorf. And then I was going to go Dusseldorf to Frankfurt. So two trains I was going to be going on. So the first train got to Dusseldorf. And then once I got there, they notified me that my second train had been canceled. (laughs) Okay, so we have now been dealing with two flights not getting on on standby. One flight getting canceled and one train getting canceled. Once my second train was canceled... I quickly went to information, figured out when the next train was going to be to get me to Frankfurt, so then I was going to go on that train, but then right when that train was supposed to come, it said that there was going to be a 45-minute delay. And these trains, at least the ones on that day, once they said there was one delay, many times I was seeing that there was then a further delay, and then sometimes a cancellation. So I was like, okay, I have no idea for sure that it's going to only be a 45-minute delay. So I was right next to that train, and I look across the way to where the other train is coming in on the other side. And there was a sign, and on the sign, it said Frankfurt on it as one of the stops. I didn't know if it was a correct stop that I was supposed to stop at in Frankfurt or anything like that. But I was like, I'm just going to take a chance, get on this train call my boyfriend once I'm on there, figure it out. Because at that point, everybody from his family was already in Frankfurt. So I was like, I'm just going to chance it. Hopefully they can tell me if they're able to get me from whatever stop that stops at on this random train that I'm getting on right now. So got on that train and luckily the stop that it was stopping at at Frankfurt was not far from them. I eventually got there. They picked me up. And all in all, I didn't get there that much later than when I was initially supposed to get there. I think initially I was supposed to get there, I don't even know, maybe like sometime in the morning. And I ended up getting there around 5 p.m., I would say. So yes, a bit of a delay. But in my mind, I was thinking no chance I get to Frankfurt the same day that I was planning to get to Frankfurt based on all of the complications that happened throughout the entire journey of getting there. It was definitely an adventure. It made me feel very grateful to be there once I actually got there. And I don't know, I guess at a certain point, once so many things start to go wrong, you kind of just think to yourself, this is comical. Like, of course another thing is going to go wrong. Of course. I will say that one smart thing that we did that I don't know if you guys ever are traveling standby or you're in a situation where you're not confirmed on a flight. One of the smartest things that we did is have my boyfriend check my luggage. So within this entire adventure that I had solo, I only had my backpack, which was great because it let me move quickly. I was by myself, so I wasn't having to rely on somebody else's judgment or thinking, should we do this, or should we do this? I was just like, nope, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do it fast. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna ask for help along the way. And people were so nice. People were giving me information left and right. I feel like it can be an intimidating process 
if you're not asking questions to people. But I don't know. Everybody that I encountered gave information willingly, happily. So from that perspective, it was kind of fun getting to talk to some locals, I guess. I don't know, guys. Just trying to find some silver linings in it. And it all worked out. I got there eventually. That night, we had an amazing dinner at such a traditional German spot. We had apple wine. We had schnitzel. So good. The food was great. The drinks were great. The company, obviously great. I had such a great time spending time with my boyfriend's family, his parents, his brother, of course, my boyfriend himself, his extended family, his aunt, his uncle, his cousins, his grandma. Everybody was so nice, so incredibly welcoming. It was just a fantastic experience. And I loved being able to see their family dynamic in a place that I had never been to before. You know, especially because for me and my boyfriend, I've been with him for so long that I'm very used to being with his family in pretty similar environments. So getting to be with them in an environment that they've known for so long, you know, they used to always go to Germany for the holidays. Like I said, part of his family lives there. So to just be able to interact with them in that situation see certain places that they have always gone to in the past, see how his mom grew up, get to really know his extended family more. It was really cool. And I was asked a lot how I felt about people speaking a different language and me not being able to understand it because I don't speak any German, but I will say I am doing Duolingo for both German and Italian right now, which is pretty fun. It kind of feels like a game every day. But I really liked it. I like being able to hear a different language and hearing people just comfortably talk together in their native language. It's nice. I've always grown up in an environment where people usually speak more than one language. So being able to hear that, even though I don't understand the practice of another language being around and being spoken, that in and of itself feels familiar to me. And it's fun to hear a different language, one that is not primarily your own. And there are so many things, too, that you can kind of just pick up and you're able to observe interactions more. I don't know. I just loved watching their family be with each other. Maybe kind of cheesy, but you guys know me. Family is huge. So being able to spend more time with him, being welcomed the way that I was there, it was really cool. And overall, just a fantastic trip. Can't wait to go back to Germany again. Loved it. Specifically, too, loved old Frankfurt. Me and my boyfriend went there two different days. And there was this adorable hat shop there. Which I don't know if I've ever talked to you guys about this. But the idea of owning a little hat shop is like one of the most precious ideas to me. I think that idea for me started actually really young. When I read the book, Miss Fanny's Hat, I don't know if any of you guys know that book or remember that book. Let me look that up really quick, actually. Who's it by? Miss Fanny's Hat by Jan Karen. I love that book, and I don't even think it was about her having a hat shop. She just had a lot of hats, and I think she was donating them or something. I gotta reread that one. But it always made the idea of a hat store really cute to me. I don't know. And there was a hat shop in Old Frankfurt. It's adorable. It's called Koi. 
And the person that was working there told me that the original Koi is in Berlin and this is their second shop. And he said that there's a woman that makes all of these hats by hand in Berlin, which that is just the wildest thing to me. So much talent, so much time. These hats were absolutely beautiful. I almost bought one, but guys, they were pretty pricey. And I loved one. I loved the way it fit. But the one that I really liked how it fit me, it wasn't the most fun color. So I was thinking if I'm going to spend this kind of money on something, it should probably be like my statement hat or something like that. So I thought to myself, I'll wait, I'll come back. I'll come back thinking that I'm going to buy a hat for sure. And then I'll find my perfect hat. You can't rush that process, you know. But it did kind of inspire me to think maybe I should try making a hat. I'm sure it's incredibly difficult, but I don't know, something that I think would be kind of fun to try. So yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite stores in Old Frankfurt. There was also this other little shop, and I can't remember the name of it, but I got a coat from there. It's so nice. It's lightweight, but it's really warm. It's this beautiful green color. It has this really fun neckline that sort of has a scarf look to it. It sort of bunches up at the top. It's a really cute length on me. My boyfriend actually bought it for me as a holiday gift. So I loved that. Also, we did end up going to a Christmas market. I know I told you guys I wasn't sure if I was going to get to go to one or not. We did end up going. It was on the last day there. It wasn't huge, but it was still so beautifully decorated. Such great food. I had a lot of fun there. I was just happy to be there at all to experience one there. I just loved it all. I loved going somewhere new and cannot wait to go back. And then we came back to Chicago. My travel experience coming back to Chicago was way easier. Two really great flights and I was home again. This past weekend, I have been severely chilling. Like doing nothing, sitting on my couch. I started watching The Crown which I'll recap for you guys once I'm further in it. But so far, so good. Really been loving it. And then, of course, it was New Year's Eve. We spent it here. We got tickets to some kind of like ballroom event type thing, which was really fun. It was just me, my boyfriend, and two of our friends. We got dressed up. We went there. We reigned in the new year. And now we're up to speed. It's 2024. We're in it. We're ready. I'm excited for it all. But yeah, that's really all that's new with me. So let's get right into what's hot because actually what's hot is kind of an extension of what's new because I have some news to share tomorrow from when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this on Thursday, the day that it came out, then tomorrow, Friday, January 5th, we are back in action with my other podcast, Excuse My Reach. We were on break for the month of December, but we're back for January, back for the new year. And I am so excited about this guest, you guys. He was on the hit Netflix show, Next in Fashion. He's a designer. He's an icon. That's all that I'm going to give away. Check out Excuse My Reach tomorrow to see who it is, to hear the episode. It's such a fun one. I think a great one to start off 2024 with. 
I'm excited for that podcast this year. I'm excited for this podcast this year. It just keeps getting better and better, guys. The longer I do this, the more fun I have, the more connected I feel with you guys. I don't know, like I said, I just feel like it's gonna be a good year. Does anybody have that feeling about whatever it is that they're doing? Or just this year in general? Because I really do. Let's keep that energy going, guys. So yes, that's what's hot. Listen to the first episode of season two of Excuse My Reach tomorrow. It's going to be great. You do not want to miss it. And of course, you can listen to it on all major streaming platforms, just like Typically Peachy. All right, guys, and now let's get in to what's good. I ended the year with me going through my camera roll, as you guys know. And the last picture that I told you guys that I had on my phone was a picture of the box of my hokas that came in the wrong size. But now, starting off the year, I have the correct size hokas. I've worn them, I love them, so I wanted to tell you guys about them. If you don't know about this brand, hokas are a running shoe, or a walking shoe, or a training shoe, or just a tennis shoe in general. But I have seen a lot of people do like them for active use. So my mom, as I said on last week's episode, has been trying to buy hokas for me for the longest time because she loves hokas. She got the whole family on the hoka train. And I don't know why, but I was kind of just resistant to it because I guess I already just had running shoes and I didn't really need them. And I was just comfortable with other brands that I've used in the past. But she finally convinced me She bought me a pair of Hoka's, which I'm so grateful for. And the ones that I got are the Bondi 8 running shoe. And I got them in the color Summer Song Country Air. They're so adorable. They're this light blue with yellow, orange, and white on the bottom. So comfortable. And again, this is my first pair of Hoka's. So I know a lot of people have different Hoka's that are their favorite Hoka's. I looked at specifically running shoes, ones that had pretty good reviews, and also ones that had a color combo that I really liked. Because of course you want your shoes to look cute. The outfits are part of the fun. So yes, ordered them again, hoping that they were going to come in my correct size this time, which they did. I still have to return the wrong size ones, but I'm so happy that they came in the right size this time. Because on Nordstrom, where we bought them, there was only one left in my size. So I was very nervous that either it was going to sell out, or even though I ordered the right size, I would get the wrong size again. So glad that that did not happen. Have my hokas. Loving them. Loving the color combo. They feel like I'm walking on clouds, honestly. They're really comfortable. And the first day that I wore them, I ran with them and did not have any problems breaking them in or anything like that. So I don't know if that's a unique experience, but for me, there were no issues across the board. So those are my Hoka's. If you want to get them, of course, you can get them at Hoka.com. Or like I said, I bought mine at Nordstrom. And I think a lot of different sites and a lot of different stores carry them. So maybe get yourself a pair. Again, thank you so much, Mom. I love my new shoes. <laughs> All right, guys. Next up for what's good, a movie to recommend. 
This movie is one that has been out for a long time, and maybe it's a little bit late even to recommend it because we are past New Year's now, but I still love this movie. I think it's a great movie to watch around this time of year because specifically, it's a New Year's Eve movie. It is called New Year's Eve. It is a comedy romance. Here's your summary. Intertwining stories promise love, hope, forgiveness, second chances, and more for a number of New Yorkers on the celebrated night. A rock star, played by Bon Jovi, and his ex-lover, played by Katherine Heigl, clash at an exclusive party. A singer, played by Leah Michelle, becomes stranded with a killjoy, played by Ashton Kutcher, on the way to a New Year's gig. A nurse, played by Halle Berry, stays with a dying patient, played by Robert De Niro, as he tries to hang on long enough to see the ball drop in Times Square one last time. Okay, so obviously a star-studded cast, as you could hear from all of those names in it. There are also way more people in this. Zac Efron, Hilary Swank, Josh Duhamel, a lot of stars. It's the same type of movie as the movie Valentine's Day, where there are a lot of different storylines that somehow combine into one another. Sort of like Love Actually, too. I love it. It's fun. It's cute. Again, a great movie to watch when it's about to be New Year's Eve or right after New Year's Eve. If you want to check it out, you can watch it on Max. Alright guys, and next up for What's Good, another movie. One that I watched during my weekend of chill this past weekend. And this is one of the best romance drama movies that I feel like I've seen in a while. I'm sure I'm missing one that I've seen pretty recently that I just can't think of right now. But this one was so, so good. Like, everybody needs to go see this movie. I feel so strongly about it. It's called Love at First Sight. Here's your summary. On their flight from New York to London, Hadley and Oliver fall in love with each other. However, they lose each other at customs, and the possibility of ever meeting each other again seems impossible. But destiny may have a way of changing the odds. It is such a cute movie. The acting felt so sincere, so cute. I just loved it all. I love the narrator. I love the male lead's family. Oliver's family was amazing. The setting, of course, London. The love story in general. It was just so sweet and heartwarming. I want to watch it again. And also... One of the best parts about this movie that I feel like really, really made it was the soundtrack. If you have a great soundtrack to a movie, especially a romance drama, I feel like it can change the game for it. I love the songs. It's not that often that I go and try to listen to like the whole soundtrack from a movie, but in this case, I did that for this movie. And that brings me into our last item for what's good which is your songs for the week, and I am recommending two from this movie, which by the way, this movie, you can watch it on Netflix, check it out, again, it is called Love at First Sight. Okay, so one of the songs that I loved is called Time by Angelo D'Augustine, and the other one is called Above the Clouds of Pompeii by Bear's Den. Check them out, 
so good, so beautiful. As always, you can find them on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. Trust me, the songs, the movie, everything. So, so good. Alright guys, that's it for What's Good. Now let's get into Need to Know Basis. And before we get into the main topic that I want to talk about, we're going to wind it back to a book that I have. I don't know if you guys remember this, but it is my five-year journal. I think for two years now, on the first episode of the year, I've read a couple of these. And what this is, just if you don't know, it's a five-year journal that has an entry for every single day. But in this journal, it asks you the same question on the same day every year. So January 1st, the question is, what is your mission? I answered it in 2021, then 2022, and then this past year in 2023. And then this year in 2024. So each year I've been revisiting this book, pulling out a couple of these questions, and seeing how I answered them the year prior. So let's do that and let's start with this first one, the one that I just said, what is your mission, January 1st, and for this one I'll read what I wrote last year and then also what I wrote for this year, 2024. Alright, so 2023, what is your mission? To make my own midnights, find what's right for me and ride with it, don't second guess, strive for clarity And if things still don't seem crystal, try to have fun while making it shine. Learn, grow, keep going. I feel like I really did do that, specifically the second guess part. I feel like I second guessed a lot less this past year. I was confident in the things that I was doing. There still is always more opportunity to learn, grow, keep going. I feel like I did find some clarity in things that I know that I don't want. And that, arguably, is just as useful. So, gonna keep some of those same elements going into 2024, but I did write a new mission for this year. Here it is. What is your mission, 2024? Open door. Welcome in what's to come without any specific expectations, but with the hope for growth in all areas. Expand passions, profession, personal. Find the open doors, open the ones that have always seemed closed, and walk through optimistically and intentionally. So that's my mission. A little bit more on that in a second. But first, let's read some other random ones. Let me pick a couple. Just open to March 25th. Blank made you laugh. This past year, I said, Our train adventures and our brief stint in Amsterdam. Okay, that was when we were coming back from Italy. Another situation where the travel plans did not go my way, or in this case, me and my boyfriend and my boyfriend's brother. We're all traveling back home together, and things went awry, but it was definitely a funny time. Let's read one more. Okay, I just opened up to June 19th. And the question was, what was the last personal letter you received? And I wrote, an insanely beautiful wedding invite. A box with little gifts in it. More of a box than a letter, I wrote. 
Okay, yeah, and that was the beautiful wedding invitation for my best friend who I was the co-maid of honor for. Their wedding invites were insanely gorgeous. It was a literal box. So nice. I still have it. All right, so there you go. Some responses from my five-year journal. We'll revisit it again next year. It's really fun to look back on. I love filling this out. My mom gave this to me back in 2021. That's when I started it. So we're going to keep it going for 2024. Now let's get in to the main event topic of this week. Continuing on talking about 2024 and continuing from that mission that I wrote for this year. Open door to 2024. What in the world do I mean by that? Honestly, exactly what it sounds like. I feel like this year, I just want to focus on the open door. The possibilities that lie ahead, I want to think about the potential for them in a really optimistic way. There are things on the other side of that door, and I want to walk through that door very intentionally. I want to look for new opportunities. I want to look for clarity in certain things. I want to look to exploring more of my passions. I want to look to exploring some of my current passions in new ways. I just want to keep walking through the open door. And if necessary, like I said in my mission, open some myself that have always seemed closed. I don't want to find myself at all this year feeling stunted or feeling like I'm not trying something new or taking something further or just being open to possibilities of something looking different than they currently look for me. Because as you guys know, as I've told you many, many times on this podcast, change can be really hard for me, but growth is something that I'm always striving for. So it's like maybe looking at it through the perspective of things not being a full-on change, because that could be scary, but instead just growing opportunities in all areas of my life, no matter how big or small. I want to open that possibility up in 2024, and I'm just excited about it. I feel like this year, I'm just more ready for that than I maybe have been in the past. Like, I've sort of gotten comfortable in some things, like passions, work, where we live, all these things, which of course, being comfortable, feeling secure, all those things, that's amazing and something that I think that I was striving for prior to this time period, but now I'm feeling myself maybe ready to keep that process moving, expanding in all areas, growing in all areas, keeping that open door to 2024. So whatever you guys are feeling this year at the top of the year, embrace it. Go into it strong. Because even if what you feel right now changes next week, next month, halfway through the year, it doesn't really matter. I think it's just about figuring out where you are right now, how you're feeling right now, and then seeing what you want to do with that. That's how I'm feeling right now. But maybe you're starting to feel like you want that element of more comfortability, stability, all those things. So we could be flipped for all I know. But we're not all the same. 
And I think that's a really good thing. So with that, Happy New Year to you all. Welcome January. Welcome 2024. No matter what this year brings, I'm excited to go through it with all of you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. New year, new month. Let's keep the celebrations going. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. Thank you.